Hey, welcome to The Critical View. I'm The Critic, and we welcome you, and we appreciate you for listening. Okay, so today, we're going to have three segments from viewers who have wrote in and wanted our opinion and wanted to know our thoughts on their particular situations. Okay, we have, this is a judgment-free zone, but we're going to give you our truthful, fair opinion, and, you know, we're going to have fun at the same time, because life is about enjoying yourself so sit back and be entertained okay so first segment can a friend with benefits turn into a lasting marriage me personally I would say no because I feel like if y'all valued each other on that particular level then you wouldn't be able to just be something physical to each other or you wouldn't be able to be something I guess so trivial and I feel like from a male perspective if a man sees you as a wife or respects you on the ultimate level then he wouldn't you know he wouldn't just want to be something physical I'm not saying that they would necessarily be disrespectful, but I feel like the ultimate respect is, you know, how you treat somebody and how you make them feel. So, you know, I feel like that, yeah, you could have good times. You could do fun stuff. You could do whatever. You might can get a good relationship, but as far as having a sustainable marriage that actually lasts through the test of time, I'm going to say, for the most part, I'm going to say no. Of course, you have exceptions. You have people who find a way when it ain't no way. But just from the critics' perspective, I just feel like that that's not a good beginning. Some people say it's not how you begin, but it's how you end. But in relationships, it's also how you begin because you got to have that respect always and at the forefront and if you don't have that then everything else is going to be you know building a house on a hill the foundation is going to eventually slip from under it and the house is going to crumble and fall so I feel like you know you're going to do that have your fun but don't try to build a marriage off of that because that's not going to get you nowhere and it's just not going to work Okay, this segment number two. Segment number two is somebody wrote in, when I was 16 years old, my mom kicked me out the house. Now that I'm grown, living on my own, she's about to retire, but she doesn't want to go into a retirement home, so she asked to come stay with me. What should I do? Okay, for me personally, I feel like that you should always hold your parents in high regard and you should love them unconditionally. So I feel like you you when you back when you were 16 years old, what did you do to get put out the house? And I feel like that that really shouldn't play a role in how you're gonna treat your mom because at the end of the day, she did raise you till you were 16 years old. Yeah, you're 16 years old is not an adult, but at the same time, 
you got to be respectful and you know right from wrong the basics you might not know everything but you know the basics of respect so if she put you out I mean it probably was for a good reason and as an adult looking back you should apologize and understand where she was coming from because she was caring about you and she probably was a single parent and she didn't know what else to do you know adolescent teenager disrespectful rebellious you know I mean God knows what else. So I feel like that. You should definitely let your mom come stay with you. Y'all should mend your relationship. And you can sit down and have that conversation. I feel like that. A conversation can solve most things. Yeah, you might not totally agree on it. But at the same time, you can gain perspective and see where that person was coming from in the situation. So, you know, it's always something to gain. And I feel like you would be losing, you know, if you decided to be petty or hold a grudge against your mom because of something that happened years ago. And now she needs you and you're not going to be there for her, you know, because that's just like you only get one mom. You only get one dad. So you should treat them right while they're here and appreciate them and realize, yeah, they weren't perfect when they were raising you. Yeah, they made mistakes. Yeah, they did stuff wrong. But you got to see where they were coming from and what made them behave in a particular way, especially now that you're an adult. I don't know if you have kids or not, but I've, I've heard that when you become a parent, it helps you understand, you know, understand things differently from a parental standpoint because you know it's hard it's not easy it's probably the hardest job in the world and you know if you're doing it alone or you're doing it with whatever circumstances you know you're just doing your best at the same time and it's like yeah her putting you out might have not been right but at the same time it's like you are where you are today so it, it obviously didn't kill you so it who's to say that that didn't make you realize that you need to get your life together you need to start doing right and now you're successful and you have a house that you could allow her to come in be a part of and you can help me in that broken bridge that was you know happened back when you were 16 years old i mean i don't know everything but I just feel like that. That's just my perspective on it. And I hope that you and your mom, you know, mend things because you only get one. And once they're gone, they're gone. Okay, segment number three. Person wrote in, my husband has been very cruel to me lately. And I cheated with his brother who lives with us. Am I a bad person for doing this? Hmm. Well, initially, I would say you're not necessarily a bad person because everybody makes mistakes, some bigger than others. But what I would say is at this particular juncture, you're a bad person of character because you know, of course he shouldn't be treating you a certain way. Of course he shouldn't be cruel to you or whatnot. But 
You can't let other people's actions dictate your actions and your character. You can't throw your morals out the window because other people choose to do things that, you know, aren't right. So I'm not going to say you're a terrible monster, whatever, but you just got to look inside yourself and ask certain questions like what made you do that? You can't say he made you do that because, you know, you chose to do that and the brother chose to do that. You can't say that, you know, you was getting revenge or payback because revenge and payback, you know, if everybody gets an eye for an eye, eventually the world's going to be blind. You know, you can't do that. So you got to, you know, look at yourself and figure out what kind of woman you want to be. Do you want to be a woman, you know, if doing infidelity and cheating and sleeping with brother-in-laws and stuff like that, or do you want to be a woman that's treated right in a good marriage, good situation? Um, you know, because that's going to affect more people than you. That's going to affect their family. It's going to affect your family. If you got kids, that's going to, dad, you know, those brothers might not ever talk again. Because you, you know, you had revenge in your heart or you had, you know, hatred in your heart when you could have just left. You could have got a divorce. It wouldn't be easy, but, you know, life isn't easy. So you got to realize that, you know, you got to own what you did. You got to come clean first and foremost. You got to let them know, even though, you know, he's going to be mad. But you got to do it because you chose to make that decision. So therefore, you got to do it and you got to, you know, fix yourself. Because if you don't love you, then you can't love nobody else. And that goes for your husband, too. He shouldn't be treating you wrong, doing all this other stuff. But at the same time, you know, treating somebody cruel and cheating are two different things. They don't have one. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. You know, you took vows and you should hold those in high regard. He took vows as well. So therefore, you can't expect something of him that you're not expecting of yourself. So therefore, you know, if he cheated on you, you don't just go cheat on him because that's just not what you do. Because you got to have your own morals and boundaries in spite of what other people, you know, try to get you to do or want you to do. And I feel like that he should have never had his brother living in his house like that because I'm not going to say you can't trust your brother, but at the same time, it's just like sometimes you got to you gotta be proactive in those certain situations. If he know he wasn't treating you right, then he should have been focused on treating you right and not having somebody else in y'all space because that's y'all space, that's y'all union, that's y'all kingdom, so therefore... You can't just be bringing outsiders in, even though they're family. You know what I'm saying? If they don't mean your old marriage no good, then you can't you can't have them around. So therefore, I mean, like I say, I don't think you're a bad person because good people do bad things. Everybody makes mistakes, but you definitely are in the wrong for cheating, and he definitely in the wrong for treating you the way he was treating you. But you know, you just got to figure that out. Maybe your marriage can, you know, I guess overcome that. But 
you know, you don't need to worry about that. That's secondary. Y'all need to focus on yourselves and learn how to treat each other better and learn how to treat yourselves better as people. Well, hey, that's our episode for today. Make sure you subscribe and share. And if you have any comments or questions about any of our segments today, feel free to send voice messages, email, or contact me. And, you know, we appreciate, I appreciate your time and see you next time. Hey, welcome back to The Critical View. We're here with Chris and Kayla. What's up? My name is Chris. And I'm Kayla. Okay, and we're here to discuss what are stages of relationships in today's world. Chris, how old are you? I'm 19. Kayla, how old are you? I'm 18. Okay, so let's get it started. So, Chris, what do you believe the first stage of a relationship is and what is the first thing that attracted you to Kayla? Well, me personally, my first stage is, you know, we, I mean, around, around the age, you might find a relate your relationship, high school, you know, you're going you gonna to want your boys to be like, you know, oh, yeah, she bad. You know what I'm saying? So my first stage would be the attractive stage, you know, trying to find a girl that's going, that you, that your homies they gonna call ugly, you know what I'm saying? Be like, yeah, bro, you chose a good one, you feel me? And then, you know, my first thing that I looked at, I was like, yeah, she looked good. I mean, that's just my that was just my first thing, like, like yeah, she looked good. But yeah. Okay, makes sense. So I have some questions. So. I always, always, it's always bothered my mind. Like, how do you feel about other, like your friends, your homeboys? You say you want your friends to feel like she, she look good, she straight, right? So, how do you feel about your homeboys thinking that your girlfriend is attractive? Like, that doesn't bother you, or that doesn't make you feel a kind of way? I mean, it's all about the respect. You know, you can't trust everybody. You know, but. At the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't want nobody that that that. I mean, really, it don't matter what they think. It's all about what you think, you know. So, I mean, they what their opinion don't even really matter. But like I said, just my like my the way I was I was like I hang around the group, like we all just look at one girl or a few girls and we be like, yeah, she she like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was like. Yeah, what y'all think about her type stuff? You know, and then they were like, "Yeah, she's straight." Like basically, I I I chose my homeboy's opinion, and then you know, I went off my opinion, and then I just go for it. Okay, Kayla. So let's see, what is the first stage of a relationship to you, and what attracted you to Chris? Okay, so my first stage would be like. When first you meet them, so, of course, you want to get to know them, see if, you know, if, you know, respect and all that stuff like that, because really you don't know them. So it's just like you want to, and then like you have like that stage where 
when y'all are talking like, you know, butterflies and stuff like that. And you feel like that's the one. So I feel like the first stage is really like getting to know that person. And of course, like attractiveness is with that too. But you can be look good looking and be dumb and just don't have nothing going for yourself. So it's really about the personality. And I would say the um, what attracted me to him was he loved to speak his mind. Like he didn't hide anything. Like something was bothering him. It was, it was like he would let me know. Like, he was, oh, he was ready to open to speak. So, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, I have a question for both of you. And I thought about this question days ago. So, does a person's past matter when getting in a relationship? Like, should you, and should you, tell the person about your past or should that matter? Does that matter to you, Chris? I mean, a person past, I feel like everybody deserves a second chance. Like I said, it's about all about your maturity level. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like the person, if you plan on having a future with this person, yeah, you should be straight up with them. Tell them up front, like this and this and that. Because, I mean, say, say you got, say you was like, you was tricking or like, you know, you was just being a little, little hot pocket, you know, and you might have got some. I mean, you gonna want to let somebody know that, cause then if, I mean, if you wait and hold that in, they gonna be like, well, you know, I how can I trust you now? You know, like you been with this person three years and then you finally want to come out and say something. So I mean, me personally, I won't, I'm gonna just tell you how it is, straight up front. I mean, cause I want you to build that trust and like. The trust not gonna build if you're not straight up from me with me from the beginning, you know. Okay, what about you, Kayla? Uh, I feel the same, Ashley. I feel like you should let them know because you wait too late. They are gonna feel like, well, well dang, I, I thought I trust you. I thought you know we was open and comfortable around each other, like to let each other know, and wasn't afraid to talk to each other. And you know, sometimes people get really offended if you wait too late. Like, say you have a kid and you just wait. A year later, well, I got a kid, and they're like, wait a minute, you know, why you didn't let me know? Just, like, certain things in the past should be really brought up, I feel like. Okay. Um, follow up on that. So, in a relationship, do you feel like you could be too honest, or is it no such thing as being too honest in a relationship? Well, I feel like it's never a such thing as being too honest, you know, because, I mean... You should have the the you you should be comfortable with that person enough to be like, you know, bring anything to the table, you know, and make them make like you have that understanding that they they're gonna be there for you no matter what it is, you know, no matter what how deep it is, no matter how strict it is, they're gonna be there to comfort you, they're gonna be there to support you at all time, no matter how how bad it is, you know. So, I mean, as long as as long as you feel like that that like and if you don't feel like that that person is that that person like that's gonna understand you and you know or they're gonna feel some type of way about it and you know make you feel back down then i mean i, w I wouldn't even waste my time even you know trying to progress with that person because at this point like what am i what am i here for you know like what are, what are you here to you know to do other than if you're not here to support me you know at all costs Okay, sounds good. What about you, Kayla? Uh, I'm going with the same thing, the same answer, but um, I just feel like you should always be honest because 
lying is not gonna it's not gonna hurt them it's gonna hurt you more because it's just like you're holding something back for so long and you just you wait the wrong time to let them know and then they find out because sometimes you can just lie and they end up finding out and then the problem is way worse because when you when they asked you you lied and they thought you was being honest and truthful but then they actually found out and then that turns to an argument and then something big and bad when they could have just been told the truth and you know it could have been talked about so i think honesty should be coming first for real okay sounds good so i have another question what percentage do you feel like first impressions are when meeting somebody like do you feel like it's first impressions are like a hundred percent what matters or like 50%, like what percentage do you feel like when you meet somebody, like for instance, like their appearance, their vibe, whatever, like that first time you meet them, like what, how much does that matter to you, Chris? Well, percentage wise, I'm going to say, I'm going to say below 50. Cause you don't, you don't, you don't really know the person by off their first impression, you know? that off that first impression somebody could be going through something hard in their life so they're not going to be they're not going to be at 100 percent, you know so based off first impression i wouldn't i wouldn't judge nobody off their first impression i would like to you know hang around them a little bit more then i'll be able to judge them a little bit you know you wouldn't be able to judge them a lot because at the same time it takes time to get to know somebody you know you're not going to know somebody within a month because you don't know everything about them. You don't know everything that they go have they have went through. Like that goes back to the the honesty question. You know, who knows? You don't know if they they was lying about anything because why? You don't know them. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know their situations in life, you know? So first impression, I I say it's about 50%. You can't judge nobody off their first impression. Okay, sounds good. What about you, Kayla? Um, I would say maybe 75 around that, around that, because first impression is very important, especially like, say I went on a dinner and, you know, you want them to be, you know, respectful, but people could be putting on a show. Like you'd really be like, oh yeah, they're very respectful. But then later on, they're just straight on rude. And, you know, first impression is not really just on dates, you know, for meeting your family and stuff like that. If they just can't know how to be respectful and talk, then I just feel like that's really important. Cause I mean, I don't want to go around and you don't know how to be, you know, respectful and calm and know when to act a certain way. So I think it's important. Now I'll say 75%. Okay. Sounds good. Me personally, I feel like first impressions, they matter, but they don't matter as in, you know what I'm saying? Somebody could go through maybe like, like Chris said, somebody could be going through something and you meet them at the wrong time. But they could be a great person, but you met them when they were bad. They might have had a death in the family. They might have been, you know what I'm saying, financially unstable. So, therefore, you can meet people at different parts in their life. And that doesn't mean that, you know, they're a bad person or they're not who you might think they are. You just might have met them at the wrong time. I'm like, timing is very important in any situation because, you know, we all go through stuff. Okay, so... Chris, what is the second phase of a relationship, you think? Well, first phase, I said, you know, attraction. So the second phase, I'm going to go with, you know, actually getting to know that person. Because, I mean, it ain't going to be in a relationship 
if you don't know that person, you know, get to know some, at least something about them. You don't have to get to know everything about them right then and there, but you know, at least know something about them because say you was go meet their parents, you know, their parents are going to be like, what is it that you look for in my daughter? What do you like about my daughter? That question going to shock you. You ain't going to know what to say because you know, you ain't, you ain't get to know her. You didn't ask her about, you know, her life how her life is going, like, you know, certain stuff that might matter to her in her life that, that she might want you to know. You didn't you didn't take the time to ask her, you know, which might make her feel like, you know, inside, like, do he really care about me? Like, do he really want to be with me? Like, you know, even if you don't ask those questions and you feel like you're not ready to ask those questions, what if she wanted, like, she was prepared for you to ask, you know, certain stuff about her, which you didn't. So, I mean, that's my, the second step I feel is, getting to know that person, you know, and yeah. Okay, great. So what do you think, Kayla? Um, I would probably say the same, like getting to know, but also, I don't know, like, it's kind of like getting to reality because like first y'all was on that, you know, lovey-dovey and okay, you love this and you love that, but then now it's really like time to get deep into it. Like, okay, what do you really do and what what stuff that makes you mad or like, you know, stuff to get to know each other. Cause you're going to really sit there and be like, is this really what I want to, you know, put up with? Is this something that I really want to do? Is this somebody that I want to progress with and take the time and actually go slow and learn things and just wait. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So I have another question. What was on your mind the first time you met, Kayla's parents and the same thing is going to be for you Chris <clears throat> well the first thing that was on my mind what's up pops you know I feel like that's every dude you know first scare you know meeting the dad you would feel comfortable meeting her mom you know the mom be like hey he did it. her dad he gonna get more personal with you like what is it that you really want my daughter like is you just trying to get in you know get inside her you know what I'm saying or is you trying to, you know, actually help my daughter build her life and help her with her career? Or, you know, like trying to, what you trying to do? Like you trying to use my daughter? You know, he really going to be more into it than the mom. So I say, you know, mine was, you know, looking forward to me, her dad, which turned out actually, you know, it turned out great for real. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's her dad. Okay, what about you, Kayla? What was on your mind the first time you met Chris's parents? Okay, so like early in the stage, we used to be on the phone a lot. So I I heard his mom in the background, you know, she would say hey to me. She seemed very funny, sweet, and outspoken. Like she didn't play. So I was like, oh, yeah, I want to meet her. So I just knew like she was somebody that was going to be real and honest and wasn't going to lie about anything. Like if she didn't like you, she's going to let you know. And I like that because you don't want to be around somebody's family and they don't like you and they just sit in your face and just act like they do like you. So I feel like it was, it was cool. I mean, his mind was funny and she opened up and it was like, like we knew each other already. So I liked it. I think it was good. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Do you believe that? Well, it's a saying, they say that a woman looks for, characteristics of her father and her mate and a guy looks for characteristics of his mom and his wife. Do you believe that? Chris? I mean, no, I don't believe that at all because, you know, 
let's say, I mean, her pops could have, you know, you like I said, you gotta, you don't really know nothing about her. You know, her pops could have been, you know, locked up or something like that based off, you know, abusing women. You feel me? Uh, you know, through her childhood, she, she had to see her mom get beat or, or, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because I feel like a woman looks for a dude who's going to be better than her dad, you know, treat her better than her dad, you know, did, you know, you know, they, that daddy little girls, you know, they get spoiled, you know, the pop, the pops want to see his daughter get treated right. You know, although, you know, she's a female, so he, he's going to want you to want you to treat her better than he do. So, I mean, yeah, she going to, she going to look more into like for a guy that that's better than her pops, you know? Okay. Makes sense. What about you, Kayla? Me personally, I would, I would have to say the same, but I don't know because it's just it's different. Because I mean, sometimes you can have a father that's actually really good or a father that's really bad, but a mom that's really good or a mom that's really bad. So maybe one parent could be good and one parent could be bad. So maybe you want him to take like little bits and pieces from both parents, but I mean, you don't want them to be better because yeah, your family knows you, but. I don't know. I think that you just want them to be better. I don't know. Okay, okay. So, Chris, what do you think the third stage of a relationship is? Third stage? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say commitment. That's that's the third stage is like you really find out how much you, you know, love somebody. You know, cuz you can't just like, yo, I love you. You know, love is not just a feeling that comes naturally. I mean, some people say love at first sight. I don't believe in it. You can always say you love somebody, but then at, the, at like, you know, next day, you don't, you don't even know why you love somebody. You know, it's it's certain stuff of loving somebody, you know. Um, So, like I said, I got lost for a minute. Commitment, yeah, commitment. Okay. What about you, Kayla? Um, third stage, third stage. I would say, like, y'all are there already. So, like, trusting each other, like, letting that person, you know, do what they got to do. And I just, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of hard. I would probably say commitment, maybe intimacy, because maybe you're trusting each other and y'all are at that stage where y'all can respect each other's boundaries and y'all know when it's ready for y'all and when it's time to like do certain stuff, maybe like going out on dates and, you know, actually like respecting each other's space and stuff like that. Cause I know at the beginning y'all was all up to each other. So kind of like later on y'all know, okay, we're up together. So I like, I trust you. So you're good. and I'm good. So we can kind of be on the same level. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. So I'm gonna come back to you, Kayla. What is something positive that you have learned about yourself since entering this relationship with Chris? Um, I would say that not all dudes are the same. Cause usually you just you when you first get in a relationship, you're gonna think, oh, it's this way, it's gonna be this way, this way. And I would say actually having to get to know that person, it's actually not like that. So I would say actually getting the time to know somebody. It's like a positive way, like, okay, not everybody's like that. I was thinking negative, but now I'm positive. I'm open to this, and now it's better, so yeah. Okay. So, Chris, what is something 
positive you learned about yourself since entering this relationship with Kayla? I learned how to handle situations differently. You know, sometimes like somebody will say something to me and I just feel like it just got to be a negative reaction right away. You know, so um, I say my reaction to certain stuff. Okay, makes sense. Okay, so what do you feel like is your love language, Chris? My love what? Love language. Like, what do you need from somebody to be able to give them the best part of you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this something like? Say, for instance, you need somebody that's supportive, somebody that's there for you, <clears throat> trusting, somebody you can count on, somebody that listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are some characteristics in somebody that you need in order to be the best boyfriend you can be to them? So... Basically, what do I look for in a female? Yes. All right. So basically, what I look for in a female is, you know, somebody that's going to be able to be there to pick me up whenever I'm down. Not not take care of me, but, you know, if I need you, like, are you going to be there to support me? Like, are you going to be there right behind my back? You know, if I need $5 and it's your last $5, are you willing to give me that $5? Even though it's going to leave you broke? You know, that way we can come back up together. You know, we you will pick me up and we'll come back up together. You know, um, basically a support system. I mean, I, I don't feel like a relationship is nothing without without a support system. You know, if you ain't, if you ain't trying to support me, I mean, or, or or help me get to where where I'm trying to go, and also me help you get to, you know, we helping each other get to what we're trying to get to in life. You know, so we we both want to be on the same kind of level, not no not no competition. You know, I got a better job than you, so I got more money. You know, not 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 nothing like that. You know, we on the same page. That's why I'm looking. I look for in a female or somebody I can be on the same page with. You know. Okay, so what about you, Kayla? What is it you look for? What is it you need from a man in order to be your best self for them? Well, I will most definitely need honesty and loyalty because without that, I mean. That comes firsthand important because, and I also support, you just want that person, like, you just want to be, that's the first person you go to when you want to tell them something, and you want them to have your back, and you just want them to be there for you, because, I mean, you're at that stage where y'all been through everything, so that should be that person, and I would say, like, love, like, I don't know, respect, like, when we go out and stuff like that. You know how to act and, you know, you know, I don't know. I guess respect. Okay. And that makes sense. So I have a question for you, Chris. Um, How would you feel if you, if your wife made more money than you? Like, would that bother you or would you be comfortable in your, in yourself? How I feel about it. Like I said, I ain't in no competition with you. We in this together. So at the end of the day, it's going to be, it ain't my money, it's, it's your money. Because I, I ain't got to worry about that because I know at the end of the day, if I need something, then you're going to be there for me. No matter what, no matter how much money it is, I know that you, you'll, you'll be willing to give and then know that you'll be able to get it right back or I'll be able to like 
you know, do the same for you whenever you in need. So, I mean, it just, I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. Um, so Kayla, how would you feel if Chris said he wanted to be a stay at home dad? How would you feel about that? Um, I don't think nothing's wrong with that, but it's also different from a stay-at-home dad that's still doing things at home and not just a stay-at-home dad that just stay on the couch all day and just don't do anything and suspect you to take care of them. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, some people stay at home, you know, for kids or, you know, certain reasons that they stay at home, but it's all about staying at home and actually doing something, not just being lazy, because if I feel like I have to take care of you and I feel like everything that I do is like important and you're not doing anything i'm gonna feel like well why am i in this because i feel like i want everything to be 50 50 so yeah okay makes plenty of sense so chris what is the fourth stage of a relationship to you i mean me personally it shouldn't be too many stages you know y'all done got through you know meeting each other meeting mm-hmm. each other's parents at that point, at the fourth stage, shoot, you should be top dogs with her parents. You know, they love, they talk about you whenever you ain't around, you know? Okay, I, I got a, okay, okay. So, I have another question. So, is it important to you that the person you're dating's parents like you? Like, is it important that, okay, I love her, want to be with her, but her parents don't like you? Like, is that important? And is it important that your parents like the person that you're with? Yeah, it's important because, you know, say I was to go out somewhere, back to the dad situation. You want her dad to like you, you know, not like you. You want your dad to love you because he will say, say, say y'all go out and, you know, her dad know that you're that she's with you. You want him to have no worries of what's going on, what's happening to his daughter. You know, he feels perfectly comfortable with her being out with you for no matter how long of the time it is, no matter how late it is. You know, he has no worries because he has the confidence in you and he likes you. So he he he's not going to think negative. He's going to be like, yeah, she's perfectly fine. You know, he might text her here and there, but he knows that she's fine because she's in your hands and he has that trust of her being in, her, in your hands, you know. Some dads, they're, they're overprotective. They like, nah, when my daughter not around me, you know, they feel nervous. Like they, they, they're, they start panicking, even though you might not feel that way, but that's, that's just how dad, dads is, you know, because like I said, he don't, he haven't known you your whole life. You, you're, you're, you're random. You're just a random dude who, who popped up out the blue and saying, oh, I love your daughter, you know? So I feel like it's important to gain that trust. And yeah, so that they'll, they'll feel comfortable with you being around your significant without no worries okay what about you kayla um i feel like yeah i feel like in the beginning as y'all meet you know each other parents there's always gonna be you know in the beginning they're gonna feel like oh well we're not fully trustful of him we're gonna wait and see how it goes later on because i mean y'all can just be dating for a couple months and then you thought he was good but it ended out bad so i mean I would say have your guard up as a parent, have your guard up because, you know, you want her to be in good hands with him. And, you know, some parents doesn't like, you know, your significant other right off the bat. Like, oh, no, he's bad for you. But I think if you really want to be with that person, they should show them, like, 
trust them and actually like let them know like this is who I want and you should gain their trust that I won't have I won't treat them bad and I'll have them in good hands. So I think that's very important. Okay. So that's enough with the stages. Uh I have a question. So Kayla, what is it one get tell Chris one thing that you feel like he could get better at and what's one thing that just you know just draws you in to him and make you love him okay so one thing i think that he can work on but i think not just him it could be both of us i would say like communication like sometimes it could be little stuff but we react really bad and then like later on be like oh we didn't have to react like that it could have just been a, a certain little answer but i think communication is something we can work on and i would say something good is like even though we've been dating for so long, you can still feel like the chemistry and the love there. Like it hasn't fell off yet. Like even though we can argue one day, next day we can still be like, oh, we just been best friends for like ten years and still be fun. So that's one thing I like that about him. Okay, what about you, Chris? Um, something I feel like she can work on is uh, you know, staying focused. You know, we getting older. You know, I, I'm a little bit older, so like I I've experienced more. You know, so I just try to get her to understand, you know, certain stuff that I have already learned. Like, you know, I want us to be in this together. So I want you to, you know, mature, like, and uh, experience what I've experienced, which is not going to happen because, you know, I've been, you know, through it. And you just, like, now, you know, it may be looking into the stuff that I've learned. So, like, like I said, um, basically just staying focused, you know. Once you, uh, like, if it's something important on the table, focus on that, and then, you know, let's go out and have fun type stuff. Then, you know what I'm saying? Put every, put the important stuff first. Like, just stay focused on what's important to you. And the positive? And then the positive? Um, What's positive about her? Yeah, what's one positive thing that you just like about her that, that just draws you in? Like I said, um, she got what I look into it. Like any female that I wanted to be with, you know, um, I can't say the same about, you know, anybody in the past that I've had a relationship with. Because, I mean, it's just not the same, you know. Um, she just, like I said, she there whenever I need her, you know. Like, she she like, she like she was in school, you know, and she didn't, didn't work, you know. But she still found a way to help me. You know, she'll get out of her bag and she'll you know, look outside and actually try to find a way to help me, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I feel like, man, I, I'm done. I give up. She like, nah, don't give up, man. This ain't over. You know, what is it that I can do to help you? Like I said, I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't like that with nobody else. And that's why like, I look into her and I, I feel like I feel comfortable telling her anything and everything because I just, she just made herself be that, that, that person I could just go to. Okay. <clears throat> well, I appreciate you, Chris. I appreciate you, Kayla. You know, Critical View listeners, don't forget, you can always comment, like, share, always hit me up with any content that you want to hear, any subjects. And that's the Critical View. Appreciate you for listening.